You're listening to the Jay and Dan Podcast, presented by Coors Light. Dance. Dance. Happy New Year. Happy New Year. Happy 2018. It's the first podcast of 2018 to think we started doing podcasts in 1999. Is that when we started? Yep, we started So we were very much ahead of the curve. What year did we actually start? I know our listeners know. Uh, I will say a year or two before we went to L.A., so uh, 2011. Hmm. Good year. Uh, that's when uh, my little uh, Ruby was born. Hmm. I don't know if I had, Ruby was born or not. And now Ruby is 30 years <laughs> old. Uh, Ruby right now is currently... Uh, Smoking a dart. No, she's uh, at her grandma's, and she said she's never going to fall asleep. I said, well, I guess you're going to be a very tired human then. Now, not falling asleep because she's afraid that a spider will bite her (laughs) eye and lay eggs in it, causing it to turn black like your eye has done over the course of the holidays. Do you want to explain yourself? I I know some of... uh, some of the, the TV viewers know that you have a, a black eye, a shiner. Yep. But uh, maybe our podcast listeners don't realize that you came back from New Year's uh, suggesting that, well, you had a black eye, but you suggested you had no idea how you received yep. this black eye. So I uh, went to uh, a, a New Year's party, had a, a blast, returned home. Uh, friends uh, came back. Uh, we had uh, some nice uh, cheeses and such. Mm-hmm. And then they uh, departed around 2.30. And then I went to bed. You had some cheeses and such. Uh, he was really, it was tubesy. He was really intent. He brought a bunch of cheese and uh-huh. salami. He's like, I didn't bring it to the party. We got to eat it now. Right. So you just started shoving it in your faces. <laughs> Come on, it'll be fun. Maybe it was a reaction to the cheese. Maybe it was. And then last night, didn't you get home and eat okay. a bunch of cheese and so, salami? Anyway, so. Uh, Maybe you need to stop eating cheese and salami late at night. I, uh. I went to bed, woke up uh, in, the, uh, in the morning, making breakfast. My girlfriend said, what the hell happened to your face? And I said, uh, nothing, why? Went and looked in the mirror and boom. Black eye. The, then we started trying to unsolve the mystery. I text the people you we were with. You try to unsolve the mystery or solve the mystery? <laughs> trying to solve the mystery. And uh, text uh, Tubesy. I said, how did my face look when you left? He's like, I, I don't know, like a face? Stuffed with sausage and cheese. <laughs> Looked like a normal face with a big link of sausage and a couple of bricks of cheese shoved in the mouth. Like a chipmunk. Yeah. He's had some sausages up your nose, aside from that. Uh, no, he's, he said, no, you look normal. And then... Uh... <laughs> you woke up with a black eye. Yeah. And now you've been now. What kind of feedback have you received from the viewers about uh, said black eye? Because no one, the viewers that I have heard from on social media, do not believe your story at all, and are one thousand percent convinced that you went to a bar and got punched. Okay, I didn't even go to a bar. I went to a house party. Uh, there was and no. Nobody can believe what you say anymore, though. This might all be a lie. But I have witnesses with me the ent- every step of the way, the entire evening. Except for that crucial part after the sausage and cheese <laughs> and before you woke up. What did Dan did do I ru- at that point? Okay, but where I live, there's no bars. There were no humans awake. But maybe you're a different person when you're sleepwalking. You find illicit after-hours clubs. <laughs> you walk in with your pants down. Hey, who wants the f- 
I would know if I got punched. I've never been punched in my life. Well, but you in would know. You would, it seems like it would. You would still be in pain. That's that lends credence to your not being punched theory. So now, uh, my uh, my mother, who is not a doctor, she's convinced it's broken. She said, "Oh yeah, that's broken blood vessels." And she said that because you were complaining about pain in that eye throughout the week. Right. There's pain in my eye. So it seems like that's a pretty good thing. A lot theory. of people are wondering if it's the same eye that I got a wire in. Remember I had wire eye. Yes. Yeah. You've got a lot of issues with your eyes. Maybe you wear protective goggles when you sleep. <laughs> so. Uh, night, night, honey. And then spring. Hand me over my Kurt Rambis goggles. <laughs> and then spring, our makeup artist tonight, she looked at it. She goes, that's a, a reaction or a, a bite. Okay, so this is where it gets really creepy. This is where the, the hairs on your neck are going to stand up because you live in a desolate, remote place, almost like the ice planet Hoth in Star Wars. And that theory seems to make the most sense, that a, a creepy, crawly critter... Oh, wow, that'd be so amazing. ...over your face in the middle of the night, smelling the rich, pungent odor of sausage and cheese, <laughs> attracted to your mouth area somehow ends up near your eye, takes a bite, lays eggs inside the bite hole, and those eggs are now growing inside you now. And soon, several different spider creatures will emerge out of your eye hole. How good is that if that happens while I'm doing an on-cam intro? Oh, God, that'd be great. You'd have to retire after that. Spider birth. And then I can go on a speaking tour, how I survived. <laughs> Well, what would happen after that? Would you have to adopt the spiders that came out of your I'd eye? I'd be known as Spider-Boy. Sp you would be Spider-Boy. Wouldn't the spiders be Spider-Boy and you'd be Spider-Man? Oh. So I also had, the, I found these on my wrist today. They do look like bites. Okay, so there Wait, it is. See, I, Let's see. And I, there was these two as well. That looks like you could have just cut yourself while you're slicing up the sausage. <laughs> I'm not... Who slices every sausage night, near their wrists? Every night you're slicing sausages in the wee hours. You can't be held accountable. The big knife in your hand. So, yeah, we're trying to unravel that one. Uh, did you uh, wake up with a black eye on New Year's Day? No, I didn't. Had a terrific New Year's Eve, though. Had to lie to our two-year-old to get out of the house. Now we're lying to her to get out of the house. Did you have to do that with your kids when you would go out and hit the clubs when... They were nah, young? I just left. You just got out of there, bawling, screaming. You're just like, see ya! <laughs> <laughs> Actually, I don't think I was ever... I don't think I ever left the house. Okay. Well, so. I mean, it's tough to get out of the house, right, when you have a little one. But it's New Year's. You want to go, so we had to lie to her. You yeah. said we were both working. And you went to a club. Uh, I, well, I went to a party. Ripped mm. it up till the wee hours of the night. Drank some tequila that, that night. Quite a bit of it. See, if I had tequila... If my whole body was bruised when I woke up, that would, no explanation needed. But you never drink tequila no, ever. No. no, that's not your jam. Ugh. How was your holiday season out in the in Orno? Did it really turn into Christmas town? It is right now. It's straight out of a storybook. We've got eight feet of snow. What is going on up there? You move to a part of Ontario that seems to just get dumped with snow every other day, while the rest of the province, it's almost like a desert, lush. I toboggan. I think we counted. We we did seven days straight of tobogganing. So you had a good one. And then did you? I, and when it was minus twenty and stuff, boom, we're out there. You're out there, partying. 
So get ready. We're looking for Santa Claus. And we've got all over town. We've got a toboggan hill in the town, perfect height, where you're just on the verge of someone might get really injured. Perfect. Is that on your property? Are you going to no. get sued someday? No, it goes down in the park. Uh, if it was any higher, it'd be too fast. If it was any lower, it'd be too slow. So it's perfect. There's mm. trees and rocks at the bottom of it, so you got to avoid those. See, so this is the thing, though. With your property in town, you've been telling me that you don't exactly know where your property ends and where it begins. Are you worried <laughs> about that? Like, no. you could be liable for something happening on that property. But like, th- what, if someone, what if someone gets injured on your property and then they sue you? But, no, like, there's, I'm not tobogganing there. I'm tobogganing. No, but what if someone just drives a truck onto your backyard and shoots somebody? Well, they might do that at your house. No chance. They can't get in there. Those houses are too packed in tight downtown. Uh, hats off to our friends at Fisherman's Friends. <laughs> Change their packaging. They yeah, don't, don't have the don't paper. Don't mention products unless they give us money. Oh. They used to have the paper packaging. Now it's plastic. The only product we need to mention is Coors Light for sponsoring this bad boy. Coors Light. Uh, Delicious. Rang in the new year with some Coors Lights. Did you really? Yeah. Me too. That's the only beer I drink. Me too. That's all I drink every night. Six, seven, right after, right after work. Oh, mix those in with some sausage and cheese. <laughs> you got yourself a party. Did you watch the, uh, the outdoor game, the USA-Canada outdoor game, not the Buffalo-New York Rangers one? I've seen all three. Saw the Sens game, saw the uh, World Junior, and saw the Buffalo. Watch a lot of puck, are we? Yeah. But... Here's my thing. People were complaining about it. I thought that USA-Canada game was great. I, had, I loved it. The USA-Canada game, was that the game in which the camera was extremely it was very, close? It was very I weird thought, angle, but I they, liked it. I thought, At did first, they build the wrong size rink? Yeah, I, it was jarring because you're like, yeah, the, the rink seemed small. It was too low. But at the same time, after you got used to it, it was like, maybe they should shoot all games like this. How great would it have been if they built it like 20 feet short on all sides? It'd be like roller derby hockey. Yeah, I don't know. I don't know if that would be good or not. What if they just changed hockey to three-on-three for the the whole game? Oh, Why don't they just do that? Same amount of players, just roll three-on-three, whole game. NHLPA never go for it. Too many players, everyone wants to get fired. What are you talking about? I'm saying, say, can't reduce the amount of players, but just three on three. So just keep line change, line change. One minute, one minute, one minute. I'm all for it. Never happened. Uh, we were discussing the outdoor game on our TV show and how there are too many. Oh, my it's God. It's lost its luster. Well. That year when they did the, t- the stadium series where they. Yeah. How many did they do that year? 14? They did six. Six. Yeah. S- why? Yeah. So stupid. So stupid for them to have done that. It was a, a great event. But having said that, I think the ratings were pretty good. And in the States, people seem to like it. I just don't get the New Year's Day thing. I mean, uh, producer Tim corrects me. And this is the benefit of doing the podcast from here. We have producer Tim always at the ready, ready to give us the correct information when we obviously have the wrong information. Producer Tim says, this Winter Classic, the Buffalo New York Rangers won lowest rated ever. So that lends credence to our theory. This is what we thought, Dan, right? 
shelve it for a year, maybe two years, and then come back stronger. Just, just once a year, not on New Year's Day, because there's too many bowl games in the States, right? They're all watching the bowls. And there's still another outdoor game coming up, the Leafs. Oh, my God. That's right. <laughs> oh, my God. Just stop it. It's enough. If you were given two tickets to an outdoor game and it was in your city, would you go? Yeah, I would go. If I was given two tickets, I would go. Um, I'd go witness it. But would I watch it on television? I don't know. I did like the World Junior game. Producer Tim was very upset about it because he felt that it was a high-stakes game that meant a lot, and it was, between you know two teams that obviously have a chance to win the World Junior. It was a moneymaker. They made some money. They made a ton of dough. It was like over 40K at that game, right? So, by the way, producer Tim, extremely excited about his Buffalo Bills getting into the NFL postseason. He's had an enormous erection By erections for weeks. That Sorry, was for a, just one week because they just got it. That was a great kickoff to the New Year's Eve festivities. Yeah, right? Bills fans. How wild was it at the sundowner that night in Niagara Falls? Thurman Thomas there holding court. Um, I had a good discussion with someone. They suggested, and I said it on the show, if you have the outdoor game at a, a scenic location, like if they had played that Sens game on Parliament Hill, great backdrop, but again, it's a ticket-driven league. Yeah, it's, I love your idea, and you mentioned like Banff or Lake Louise or, or Jasper or something like that. Yeah. Like how cool would that be, some outdoor, you know, like they do it on a pond or something like that, and you got the mountains, it would be beautiful, but yeah, that's never going to happen. Because the owners would say, oh, Yeah, he's not good. into that. Uh, where do I make my money? How about the Golden Knights? They're getting 18000 a night. They're the best team in the league. They, well, not the best, but they're up there. They look great. Someone tweeted me. They said, Ugh, how do you feel now? Because I sent a tweet saying, okay, you definitely need a program for a Golden Knights game. And I said, yeah, you still, you still need yeah, a program. Yeah, you still need a program. You got some names that you know. Ooh, how do you feel now? Yeah. Maybe it caused you to think a little bit. No, I just th thought more. Like no. And, and, and as you were thinking, your blood pressure was getting so high that the blood vessels under your eye burst, and and you gave yourself a, <laughs> a black eye. You gave yourself like a these shiner. Vegas night fans. There, oh, this is my first hockey game. No program for me. <laughs> but apparently, the fans are loud. PK Subban tweeted uh, yesterday that. He was really impressed with the atmosphere in there, and the fans were great, and, um, you know, his team lost, but... You know. Never heard from any um, Leafs fans that made the trek. Yeah, it seemed like... For the New Year's game. Well, because I heard about, you know, big groups of, of guys going down for New Year's and stuff. Do you think it kind of it lost a little bit of its luster down there being in the afternoon, though? Like, it wasn't at 3.30 no, in the afternoon? because then you... All right. You have a few uh, pops at the game, and then you're ready to go. 3.30 Eastern, so noon, so it's noon out there. Ooh, you got to wake up early. That's then. way too early. Nah. Way too early. That's, you're rolling out of bed that's around what, noon. That's what ruined that whole trip, probably. Because you'd go to the game, you'd get bombed, then you got to Oh, so nap. some people definitely went all night and then went to the game. God. That's gross. <laughs> Imagine those people, the smell coming in. Not good. Hey, uh, I know you're a big Stern fan. I had an idea because they did the DNA test with Sal, where they convinced him that he was um, he was Iranian when he was when he was Italian. Okay. Um, you and I should do a, a DNA test on this podcast. I already did one. You did? You found out you're 100% Irish. 
And 99.1. And what was like the, the Eastern or Northern, the Northern European or I don't know. I could pull it up, but I don't know. You did one? Yeah. How, how, why is this the first time we're hearing this? I'll uh, pull it up here. Now, why did you do it? You just were curious? Because um, I was uh, all excited. I thought we could reveal it on the podcast. My lady uh, got it for me f- last Christmas. <laughs> that seems like a waste if you found out that a man named O'Toole was just Irish after all. <laughs> I know. It seems like a waste There of are money. no surprises. Okay, we're, here we go. Your reports are ready. Okay. Oh, this is great. Now, again, this was, you sent this to the Mormons, and they did this for you. Now, the 23 and Me. I don't think that's... Yeah, it is. No, oh, apparently they sold it, Tim. So. I don't... They started it. They started it. Okay, here's... We're going to run into a problem, because I've okay. got to type in things, and my phone doesn't work. So I had a cracked phone forever, went and got it fixed, and I think they took... Uh, <laughs> Some glass out of a windshield of a car and replace my screen with that because my screen had no work. Okay, so why don't you just go to the Apple store and, and get them to fix it? Do they do that, Tim? Yeah, they'll do it. Yeah, you've got to make a... I don't even make a hair appointment. I'm not making an appointment at a Apple store. What? Uh, what's my password? Well, listen, while you're looking for your <laughs> password... Um, <laughs> Dan, another thing we talked about before the holidays was our good friend Ben Teller and, and his, his love life and what was happening and what he was going to do for New Year's. Do you remember that? Uh, yes. And, uh, you know, there's some speculation that he might be heading off to Cabo uh, with a new lady he had met at a retreat in San Diego. Uh, there's only one way to find out exactly how that went. Dan, are you excited? No, because I said he wasn't allowed back for six months. Ladies and gentlemen, Ben Teller. Ben, how are you? He's on FaceTime. This is amazing. Uh, this is hi, amazing. Dan. This is hi. so great. Yes, yes, yes. Dan is not even looking up at, from his phone right now. I'm trying I to find I can't see you guys, there. though. Oh, okay. you, can't, you can't see us? No, I can only hear you. Oh, because we can see you, buddy, and you look terrific. Happy New Year to you. Happy New Year, Dan. Your phone is your phone's life is cracking me up. What? What happened with your phone? Uh, I went and got it fixed, and uh, they didn't do a good job. I my number, my keys don't work. It's a disaster. This is the worst part, Ben. This is a free phone. Like he didn't pay for this phone, so it's not like he's out of pocket to this point. It kind of reminds me when he was locked out of his Instagram for a while or his email and we couldn't like get the password and it was it was like Fox's phone. What happened there? What happened with that one? Uh, So what'd you do for New Year's? Yeah, tell us. Give us the scoop because our, our listeners have been waiting for this, Ben. Okay, so it's Saturday, the week before New Year's, and I call this girl and I'm like, hey, let's go out. She's like, I'd love to go out. We end up going to a club. This is like the 23rd. So this is the same girl. Same girl. We go to a club, but she invites her friend. I'm third wheeling now. So I'm like, this isn't going to work out well. We have a good time. We have a few drinks. We're dancing, et cetera, et cetera. We go for a late night bite. And I promise this is all part of the story. Uh, I wake up at four in the morning with horrible food poisoning. So now... I'm throwing up in the bathroom and I'm thinking to myself... Well, in hers or yours? My bathroom. I'm throwing up everywhere. I'm like, I probably shouldn't have gone out. 
And the biggest issue was that night was a huge party in L.A. called the Matzo Ball. All the Jews get together on Christmas Eve and go to one big party. (laughs) So I really wanted to go. I didn't want to bring this girl. So she doesn't end up coming. I go to this event and I meet another girl. So I'm at the club. I'm dancing with this girl. This is after you vomited. Yeah. So this is like, I'm still a little nauseous. Everything's going well. I'm dancing with this girl. She goes, we should get out of here. Oh. And I'm, and I'm thinking to myself, great. Uh, and I, I didn't tell her I was sick, but I kind of just thought I could like muster through it. <laughs> so bring, you have active diarrhea. <laughs> so I bring her back to my apartment and like two minutes into it, I'm like, uh, sorry, sweetie, I got to go. And so I kind of just like left Did her. Did you call her, the- sweetie? <laughs> Did you say that? Just, Did you say those words? I'm sorry, sweetie. <laughs> I said, I'm sorry, I had food poisoning earlier today, and I can't uh, do anything right now. And she looked at me like, oh, can I get you anything? And I was like, no, I'm fine. And so I go to the bathroom, whatever, she leaves. And just fill her toilet. My toilet. Oh, so she came back to your house and you kicked her out. Well, I I let her sleep over. Wow. Okay, so, (laughs) wait. So, so she slept over in another room or on your couch? Well, you're just coating the bowl. Yeah, and she's in my bed. So you're on the couch, she's in your bed. No, we're in the bed together. So you're you're having violent diarrhea with a woman you just met at a club that night and she's come back to your house and you're sleeping in the bed. Are you clothed? Are you nude? Uh, well, this is the end of the the flu, the end of it. So I wasn't really bad. I was just very nauseous. I was lying still. I was like, "Don't touch me." So I kind of like had her to like yeah, I was I was thinking, wow, Dan would be so proud. I'm going to get lucky, and I didn't get lucky. But I want to fast forward to New Year's. Okay, so now it's now it's it's Sunday morning, New Year's Day, and I call this girl, and like we're like, yeah, let's hang out. So we end up going to a bunch of house parties, and uh, Dan, I told her how I felt, and she looked at me and she said, uh, "Is this the the original girl or the other one?" <laughs> yes, it's this the, original is the original girl. girl. What happened to the hobo you brought home? Where are they are they yeah, still I, living at your house? I don't even know her last name or have her phone number. Oh wait, so she left and you're just like, see ya. What did she steal? Definitely stuff was stolen. No, I don't even know. It was a bad. I shouldn't have brought her home. I feel bad. Okay. <laughs> so let's go back to the original girl. So you tell her how you feel, and the first thing she goes is Ben, and I'm like. That's not the response I wanted. Uh, and then I was like, have you ever thought about it? Like, have you, what have you been doing the past two months? And she goes, no, I've, I've thought about it. And I was like, and? And then she kind of like danced around the subject. And so we spent New Year's together and uh, we kissed again. And we hung out the next day and everything's okay. So have you had sex with her? No. Okay. I don't know what to do. It's yeah, I don't know. <laughs> okay. Where are we where do we stand now? Like where like we we've kissed her a couple of times. Uh, okay, how about this? You tell me how she thinks. Last night she called me at ten o'clock. Okay. She's like she's like she's like, What are you doing? And I'm like, yeah, I'm just hanging out. She goes, I'm in the area, can I come over? Oh. And I said I said, Absolutely. So we're on the roof hanging out and we're just talking, and then she leaves, and nothing happens. 
Well, it's, you're developing a relationship. You're, she's getting to know you, making sure you aren't a serial killer. Yeah, I feel, but, like, I feel like she might be putting you into the, to the friend zone. No, but he's already expressed that he wants more. So she can't assume. But what? Right. But, but then, so she comes over and nothing else. Like, did you try to make a move last night? Okay, so I'm, I'm, I'm two for three with making moves. Oh, God. So, this is... so in San Diego, this is made the, the worst romantic to... novel in the history. Like, <laughs> so wait, I but made... wait, but why didn't you? So you did not try to make a move last night. No. Why? I didn't have my party pants on. I don't know. Huh. I just didn't know. You I just don't weren't. Know. You weren't feeling it. I got scared. Oh, you got but scared. We are made you, plans. Do you really like this girl? Like, are you really want to make this work? Yeah. Yeah. Okay. All right. And and then tomorrow night we made plans to go to Italy. You're going to Italy. There you go. Westfield Century City. Okay, have yeah, fun with know. that. Uh we're tight for time. Uh <laughs> update right, us in you, six months. Okay. Wait, would you rather Dan, there you was a would you, you rather shut it down now? So let's let's uh, go by the way, you have a complete um and full control room listening right now because we're doing no, this no, from no. the TV studio. Oh yeah, no, no it's Tim, fine. Tim, yeah, Tim likes me. They've signed waivers. Okay, go for uh, it. Someone, someone tweeted, and this is a very fair one, Dan. Since you gave up one tweet a day, would you rather tweet three times a day or have me on every podcast? Three times a day—that's the easiest question <laughs> in the history of the world. I'd tweet ten times a day. <laughs> okay, happy uh, New Year, uh, Dan. Oh yeah. Okay, so every would you rather? Every time you orgasm, popcorn kernels come out, or you make a ringing sound like a pinball machine. Ben, do you ever wonder why these women don't show any more interest? Because no one else, no one else wonders that after hearing. You. No, oh I think God. I think the I think the people really like this stuff. I I would say for sure. What were the second one was like a like a slot a, machine or what? Yeah, like a pinball machine. Like sound. a pinball machine. Yeah, for sure that one. You don't you want don't popcorn like, kernels everywhere. I hate popcorn. What, if, what I, if you were hungry? Yeah. What if you wanted popcorn? Okay. Bye, Ben. Uh, <laughs> bye, Dan. I ben, got, ben, good luck. Good luck. We look forward to another update probably next week. There he goes. I got a uh, my twenty three and me. Oh, okay. Let's hear it. Here we go. We get Dan's twenty Dan, and then we'll one hundred percent European, Northwestern European ninety six point nine, British and Irish eighty two point seven, broadly Northwestern Europe eleven point two, Southern European one point eight, Liberian point seven percent, Liberian Italian point three percent. Wow. Broadly Southern European point eight, and broadly European one point three. Okay. But European one hundred percent. Okay, but hold on. That's how it goes. Like that's so vague. Yeah. I want to know specific countries, like British Irish. That's, that's why can't it just be Irish? Yeah, I like the. Oh, it's not Liberian. It's Iberian. Like like. Like uh, sp- like Spain, Portugal, yeah. So you're Spanish or Portuguese? Yes. I wanted to be Liberian. and Italian. Wow, that that, that really uh, that might explain yeah, a lot point about you. Seven. Point seven, and then a lot of Italian in you. See, that's why the sausage. That makes perfect sense. Why you're eating all that <laughs> lasagna at night, three a.m. Okay, uh, we figured that out. Well, well, listen, this has been a terrific podcast. I hope you guys have had as much fun as I have learning about Dan's Iberian heritage 
and Ben's continuing uh, successful exploits with Los Angeles women. Uh, we, uh, our guest next week, this is big, we've been talking about it for two years. Yeah, we have. Chris Phillips is finally going to join us. He's, he was recently retired when we first went to have him. Now he's in his second year of retirement. So we'll see how retirement's treating him. And uh, maybe he can get a 23andMe test and we could reveal his family's heritage. Yeah, we can. It takes a while, though, if you're getting it. Really? How long did it take? Four or five months. What? And, like, what's that broadly European? What the f- You got ripped <laughs> off, man. I didn't pay for it. That's brutal. I did not get ripped off. I want off. specific country heritage. I got to go to a different one. Uh, all right. Well, thank. I'll go to Maury. Thanks very much for listening uh, to the Jane Dan podcast brought to you by our good friends at Coors Light. They're going home. This is the Jay and Dan Podcast, presented by Coors Light.